Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On this episode, we pull back the curtain on the mortality rate for women during childbirth and much, much more. Press was popping, baby. Jules, it's been a minute. We back, baby. We back. Oh, man. Yes, sir. I know you've been been, been hitting the ground running. I, you know what I'm saying? I've been having days off canceled. and But, yeah, we here, though. We here. It's good to get back on there with you. Well, you had some time off. So did you guys set up the uh, lake house last week? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I have to actually had to burn some days because, you know, days off been canceled. So I have to put in some days off in order to get a day off here. So, yeah. So, but, you know, went down there and, you know, I was able to relax. It did some, some work around the house, but yeah, I still had a day to kind of unwind and relax and eat and just, just, just take a moment. That's just necessary. Now, did you find someone to cut that grass in the interim or are you going to just tackle yourself? <laughs> no. No, I haven't, haven't found anybody yet. I just did it myself, man. Was it? it was, I bet that shit was high as hell, wasn't it? Oh, man, it was a forest. <laughs> it was a forest, dude. I, I was like, my God, man. I just I just went ahead and just tackled it, you know, slowly by surely. But I, 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 I get it. I get it done. But it was, man, and it was hot, too. How long did that shit take you? Nice size backyard. So, you know, good thing about the lawnmower I have, it had kind of like that self-propelled type uh, uh, action it has on there where you pull that lever back and it it moved the wheel for you. Oh, yes. So, like a forward assist. I know you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that helps out. That helps out big time. Well, you got to work out, bro. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was finished, I I, I sat there and just – I sat there and watched TV the rest of the night. I don't blame you. You deserve that. Kick your feet up. Somebody should be feeding you some grapes over there, man. Shit, oh, listen. <laughs> or chip away cookie, whatever you prefer. Whatever yeah, you right. Oh man, but you know what? It was, it was, it was cool. It was cool to get some, cause man, get some time off. But we, we, we back at it because you know the fourth is coming up. You know June team and then the fourth, and it's yeah, it's right back to it, man. Yeah, right back to the grind. I, I would say, man, I, I'm looking forward to some downtime. I haven't had any in, in a bit, but around the fourth, I'm going to take some time and, you know, kind of decompress a bit. But Jules, oh, good. I got some bad car karma. As I told you last week, somebody mm-hmm. broke into the damn truck. Oh, man. I know. But, you know, valuable lesson I learned, you know, I got a little comfortable, Jules. Okay. And I was leaving equipment and stuff in my trunk, you know, just to make it easy for me when I'm going to and from all these different events I'm covering. Right. Right. Oh, uh, no, no. No, no, no. 
all that shit coming in the house. Oh, all that's coming man. in the house. But thank God for insurance. But it's just a pain in the ass to have to go through all that shit. Yeah, man. When you told me about it, I was like, oh, you know, you should be you should be where you can leave your stuff in car, leave your car in the tent and don't have to worry about. But no, stuff such as life, man. Stuff happens, and you're like, what are you gonna do about it, right? So, but like you say, hey, well, can't leave the stuff in the car anymore because this stuff costs, and you know. We want to make sure we we straight, you know, we're ready to go when we hit these spots up. So yeah, I'm sorry that had you know that happened, but man, it's one of them things. What it's one of them things, like man, like man, it don't feel good. So I bet you was out there like, what the, bro? I was heated, man. I was heated. I bet because when you go back to your car, first of all, yep. it's an invasion, right? Because you're like, damn, somebody was all up in my shit yep. like this. Yep. And then secondly, man, it's like you trashed the shit, man. It's like. You motherfucker, I work my ass off for this shit. Right. You treat it like it's nothing because you are nothing. You know, so it's like, it, it burned me up, bro. It, it oh, up. I can, man. Hey, I know. I know, man. Oh, so you're like, all right, okay, bet. But I'm glad I'm I didn't run up, up on the guy. I'm glad I didn't run up on them jewels because uh -oh. uh, the cops, you know, when I went to the station to, to fill the report out, and they uh -huh. told me that they apprehended him, but they say he had a ghost gun on him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, thank God, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that might not have been good. I just saw him, and I'd have been over there with all that adrenaline and ran up on him. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. Things happen for a reason, don't they? Yeah, man. Ooh-wee. Yeah, Press, because I... Dude, I <laughs> You would have charged that dude, man. Oh, my God. You would have yeah. charged... You got my ass lit up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it'll just bounce off you, man. It would oh, bounce. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, man? You know what's funny is everybody was like, bro, they was like, they were like, because people say, like, you've mellowed out over the years. But they're like, bro, in that moment, because people could tell, like, when I was messaging you, you could tell I was hot. Yeah. And I was texting yep. some other people. They're like, bro, I could tell you, you own one right now. So they're like, it's a, it's a good thing that Buddy wasn't nowhere around when you found this shit out. Right. Right. Because, bro. And it's happening all over, man. And you you see it on the news and the papers and social media and how uh, it, the material things and and, and 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 people losing life over the material things. And you're like, hey, man, it's just these things can be replaced, but not yeah. not your life, man. And yeah. and I feel yeah, like I thank God, man. You you good, a, and then b that they called dude and got that gun off that street, you know. Yeah. And and if all they say familiar, these ghost guns, man, these are like. These are like man-made type of guns, right. man. People can order the parts, put the shit together, and that's a way for them to get around the gun laws, man. So, dude, there's so many things that is going on out here, so many factors, and I wasn't even familiar with that shit until the cop told me about it. Yeah, them ghost guns, man. They had no serial numbers. You can't trace them. Can't trace them. Nope. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and I'd say this, too, you know, because all these jewels, y'all know, I'll be on law enforcement bump, but I will have to give... The gentleman at District 25, I gave them some props. They uh okay. they they took care of me. Okay, they, that's they, cool. Because they, they knew when I walked in there, I told them I was like, listen, man, I you know, <laughs> I've had a checkered pass with you fellas. I don't like being in here. And the guy started laughing right away. He was like, No, we you we go, you ain't gonna have no problems. You <laughs> 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 see, you ain't got no problems. <laughs> no, nah, but they, hey man, they was they was legit, bro. They they were okay. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's good, man. You know, 
Yeah, that's good. It took care of you, dude. If not, just tell them. Just tell me, you know, you know, you know me, man. Okay, I'm gonna start throwing that name around. I get pulled over. I'm like, well, you know who I know, right? Man, and they're like, sir, you was driving 174, and I'm like, I don't Ooh. care. I know Jules. Ooh. <laughs> I've never driven a car that fast, but that's just me being extra. <laughs> you gonna be like, out of it. Yeah, we have a collect call from county jail from. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> He's like, hey man, you told me to drop your name. He said, yeah, we don't like that bum. <laughs> I like they do. They they fucking hit me up harder, man. Damn, <laughs> I'm like, where you at? Like, oh damn, yeah, I did get into with them cats over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said they don't fuck with me either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. Damn. But the dude, hey, man, I'm, gl- I'm glad to be back on here, man. It's been a while, audience. We know y'all missed us because we saw the emails. And trust me, we we happy to be back on here. Jules, there's so much for us to talk about on this show. Before we get into our listener letter, I got to talk to you about the Zion Williamson thing. Now, I know mm-hmm. we're a little late to the party, audience, but you ever heard what me and Jules think on this? Mm. Jules? Mm. Bro. What's up? It's a mess. It's a mess. I, Prez, I heard this and I'm like, oh man, my brother, my brother, my brother. He's twenty. Zion's what, 22, 23? Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a young man with all this money. He signed a supermax deal, five years over hundred some two hundred million dollars. I you know endorsements so this dude is loaded he he's he's good man at that age with that money with that power and fame you know they're coming at you i this is when you need the old heads to 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 put the arm around the young cats and like hey listen this is what's gonna happen and maybe they have i'm not sure but man you have to you have to be careful. But then you got the, the side pieces. Mm-hmm. Man. And not only they let it be known, they giving out some details, some graphic details where it's like, oh, the girl, oh, he's the most the, the screenshot. Oh, dude. The, 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 the young lady who's his, girl, his significant other, who's having a child, his, his child to have to go through and experience and brother i call foul all across the board but and i look at the i look at you know prayers my mom and my mom told me this years ago she said she said she said son or jewels or i forgot but she was like them side pieces won't remain the side pieces for long like eventually they want that spot and when I hear heard this story, I was like, "Ugh, mom is right." I mean, the girl was mad because she, according to her, she she's upset because he had a baby on her. She said she knew he was going to have side piece. You know, he was dealing with somebody and, and other women, but she said he had a baby on me, and that's what drove her to do this thing. Which foul on her because listen, you know what time it is. I think Zam problem was he was he was he was treating his girl. He was buying her things and taking her out and stuff and treated her like, you know, 
that that was his that was his main. But this was just a side chick. But she didn't she didn't feel that way, and it came back and it it bit her, man. It sure did, Joel. So you know what? This is a classic example of entitlement. Now, man. think about this. This shit, Zion been taking care of her, paying mm-hmm. her bills. Mm-hmm. She even shared the screenshot where he was like, hey, I want to do disrespectful. How much would it cost? Right. You know, so he's basically saying, like, what do you need for me to take care of you? Right. So she knew the situation she was getting herself into. Right. Now, Jules, you know me. I made my share of mishaps. I'm not going to get on here and blast Zion. Listen, uh-huh, only true. he knows what the hell that situation is. I would say on the outside looking in, bit of a mess. You worth a lot of money to be doing all this shit. But again, I don't know the details. I don't mm-hmm. know what this Mariah Mills chick knew mm-hmm. or, or whatever going into it. All I know is Zion and his girl announced that they having a kid. And this chick over here, she lose her goddamn mind about it. Right. So it's like you were okay knowing that he had this girl that was like his number one, and you was okay being a little side chick, potentially move to New Orleans, how you crib there, but now he has a kid. Now that's when you draw the line. I I, I don't I don't understand. What what's yeah. different? You shouldn't have been okay being number two. She wanted that spot with him having a baby by this girl. She knows that okay, his focus and main thing is gonna be over her. So it's gonna take more to focus off this off off of off this girl. And then that's what she, that's what that's what she hate. But well, the problem is she put herself in this situation, right? And now she's making it the world's problem. I, I'm sitting up here every two seconds. This girl was sending messages on Twitter, posting all these screenshots, and I can't believe you, Zion. I'm like, lady, you 30 years old. You don't have no friends you can talk to. Why, why are you putting all this shit on the internet? That's the thing. For me personally, I don't find that a sign of somebody that's hurt. I find that as a sign of somebody that's looking for attention and they're trying to use the situation for clout. And that's what she was doing. Yeah, it's extortion. Yeah. It's extortion. Because you painted not this, my man's backed up into the corner. Because he got to he got do damage control over there with his girl. And you know she's a wreck because she's emotional because she she's pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> And, and, and Zion hit the girl up on the side, like, hey, can you delete that shit? Can, can we talk? Can we have a conversation? And she's still going in about, I can't believe this. And and I thought that it was this, and I thought it was that. Well, shorty, it wasn't. And again, I'm not going to sit up here and let Zion off the hook because Zion, True. you know what I'm saying? Be upfront with these people out here. Right. If you're right. doing whatever you're doing, make sure people know what it is. Mm-hmm. However, shorty, come on. Why people got to take a private situation and go public with it? I will never understand that, and I don't respect it. Dude. The world should not know the details of your sex life with right. somebody else. Right. I mean, graphic. Graphic stuff. Yeah. I don't need to like, know that. Right. I'm like, God, dog, lady, have some, have some dignity. Jesus Christ, she went out bad. So I'm like, ooh. And to do that to somebody that was taking care of you. So you, you you had a bag. You had a guy that was dropping money, hitting you with dope. I'm seeing screenshots, 25000 he gave you here, 10000 over here. I'm like, you messing up your money for some clout? I mean, Zion should truly, if he hasn't already, surely cut this lady off. I mean, I mean the, the train, the buck stops here. I, I mean, how... We'll have a conversation. 
But that's it. If that, I mean, and then if you keep doing this up, and then there's other things one more, you know, he Zion will have to do because it is harassment. I hope he hope he gets a hold of this because man, it's out there. He's gonna he's gonna have some, you know, he had to take some time and he gotta fix this. And it's gonna be a while, but man. Yeah. Hey, and you know what, too, when people muddy up somebody's name, uh-huh. That's one of those things with man, people's reputations, like he's the one that's got something to lose. This chick doing all this stuff, people will forget about her a month from now. Mm-hmm. True, true. But that's why Zion has to be careful. So to the point that you made earlier, Jules, if he don't have people around him, he needs to get some better people around him. Yes. Sir. If he does, he needs to start fucking listening. Yes, sir. Because I see his stepdad came out and was defending him. But stepdad, if he has been saying stuff, Zion needs to really listen. Because he needs that wisdom. To the point you made, Jules, a 23-year-old cat with two, $300 million in the bank, the vultures are circling around him. Oh. Dude, come on now. 22, how you, how you gonna, you gonna make some mis- mistakes? You gonna make some mistakes? Figure, hey, he needs to figure out what LeBron James did. Dude, you talking about, you talking about him, nose clean. You, you don't hear, what, what do you hear about LeBron? His uh, kids are doing great. He's got a beautiful wife, got a beautiful family. That's what you hear. That's what, right. And he'll probably go down as probably the third Greatest basketball player of all time. That's what you hear. <laughs> Man, I had a conversation with a cat at the, at the job about LeBron, and uh, yeah, he's he he, well, he got he, he got him at number two. He said Mike is also he said is ultimately the the goat, but he said he got him at two. He got him at two. Okay, yeah. well, I, I would love to have a conversation with that you know, <laughs> and, uh, to enlighten him on some things because I think he needs to know about a guy named Kobe Bean Bryant. But you know, I told Press, I told him, I said, I said, Kobe was busting LeBron, man. Man, LeBron couldn't touch Kobe. But anyway, I don't want yeah, to anyway, touch LeBron anymore. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, Jules, yeah. with this situation, right, we already had the situation with John Moran, another young cat that's out here not making smart decisions. Now you got Zion. The NBA uh-huh. really needs to do something, man, with these young players that's coming into this league. These guys are coming in so much money, and they're not prepared for it, bro. I'm surprised. I thought they normally have like a uh, a consultant, somebody come in and talk to the new. Uh, yeah, they do do that shit, man. But I hear it's like a two or three day thing. They need these teams need to invest resources and in having a continuous person, like a player development person. But this person yeah. is really out here to keep you on the straight and narrow with these chicks from the streets. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, like you said, a two or three day, that's not going to do anything. It's, it's there for a minute. It's temporary, but then it goes out the window in time. So, yeah. No, you're right. And listen, if an NBA team were to hire me, I will gladly take that job. I will put one of these cats under my wing. I ain't going to let you be out there like that, Zion. I'll take the fucking blame. I'll, it was me. <laughs> I spit in her mouth. It was not Zion. All right, Ray Donovan. <laughs> See? I'm telling you. I will take one for the team. Oh, man. He said it was me. They're going to call me toxic again. Oh, man. Damn. <laughs> and oh. Ja, he got that 50-game suspension probably coming his way. Uh, yeah. 
Press, this should be an easy fix with this. I don't know what the, I know Lil Wayne trying to reach out to him, haven't got back with him. But I mean, I mean, it's it's a simple, it's as simple as just be just stop filming yourself for one. Or have I'll people never around understand you why they go yourself. live. I will never understand why they go live, Jules. I never understand that. Because once it's out there, it's out it's there. It's out there. There's Bruh. no deleting it. Think about the times, you know what I'm saying, before we were saved, that we would be out having a little, little good time. We weren't out there recording nothing. We was in the moment. We was living it up, enjoying ourselves. Right. Why can't these casters enjoy themselves? Everything don't need to be documented. Everybody don't need to know where you at. Everybody don't need to know what you're doing. Dude, and, and they plan for the camera. And I, I, I'll tell you a story. I'm at work. It was a, a disturbance at, 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 oh, man, what's the? Red Lobster. It was a disturbance at Red Lobster. People don't oh, want to pay I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. There's some classy folks that be up in there. <laughs> we get there. We get there. They going off about they're not paying the bill or the or the car was declined and they the, the lady's upset because she's like, yeah, I got money and, it's, and they get mad at the at the manager. I'm okay, hold on. Time out. Let's get our emotions to check. Okay. Check with your bank because sometimes if it's a high bill, your your bank will cut, you know, that security part of the bank and it won't let it won't, you know, saying put that transaction through. Because it happened to me. If I make a transaction over a certain amount of dollar amount, it will decline it for security reasons. And it don't happen much because I don't really I don't have a lot of money. So so then um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we got it squashed, but the one guy was like just starting. You know, trouble just cre- just kept yelling at the manager, like, "Yeah, you call the police, you call twelve, and this and that, man. You you know, call them all these type of names." I said, "Sir, I mean, it's it's over, it's over." Yeah, we swore we got this squashed. Right, it's 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 over. Come on, let's get in your cars and let's let's go home. You know, you guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Well, some more cars coming, some more squad cars coming because. Uh, two of the ladies, two of the female officers were there. They call for, you know, call for backup because it was a big party. It was like 10 people. So we're coming. And then, you know, he started to take his anger out on us. And, and he was talking to one of the, one of my partners and he was talking stuff to him and my partner, you know, he was talking stuff back. And I grabbed, I went up to big home and said, bro, what do we do? I said, what are we doing? I said, what? I said, why? Don't make this matter worse. You're going to say some stuff and we grit and then we got to take you in. It's like, for what? I said, listen, let's go. Like, come on. And I kind of, you know, I caught him grabbing on, on, on the back. I said, come on. I kind of like direct his way to the car so he won't get locked up here. This yeah, dude, you, turned, you, was trying to, you was trying to look out for him. Dude, this dude turned around and said, man, I'm just messing around for the camera because one of his buddies was re- re- recording. Are you said, serious? Man. It was a prank? Thing? Yeah, I was like, Oh, I said, big fella, get in the car, man. I said, get in the car and get on out of here. And wow, I, so they was doing that for Instagram or some shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. action, action well, you, is what they was, call it. Was a, it was a skit. It yeah, was a skit. They, they said, yeah, we got action. Yeah, we're going to get some action or something like that. You know these kids, what they say. I don't know, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, it, so I'm like, so say that's the, you know, talk about the story. Talk about what John Moran, his, his buddy, said, you know, Stop filming stuff. <laughs> and also, y'all got to stop it. I got a public service announcement for y'all cats out here doing these 
prank skits and all this shit for YouTube and Instagram, and then people put their hands on you, like, oh, it's a skit, I'm just playing. We was just doing it for, we was just recording. One of these days, somebody gonna fucking, they gonna do something to you. Stop yeah. playing with people. Yeah. These are some serious times out here. Knock it off with the pranks, get a real fucking job. Hey, it's, no need to be said on that one. I appreciate you, press. <laughs> I appreciate you, press. I looked at him. I gave him a disgust look. Like, man, get your big ass in the car, man. <laughs> Just say, get your big ass in the car. <laughs> yeah, this dude, like, 6'2", you know. He's kind of stocky. So I'm like... I said, big fella, get your, he was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, it's just, it's just, I'm recording, I'm just playing. I said, but I said, get you your ass in the like, car. like, well, we can get your ass in this car. Yeah. Boy, you get locked up. Fucking around. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, man. That's what they want to do out here. And I know people going to listen to the young cast and listen to the show. They're going to be like, man, y'all sound old. Listen, we sound like cast has been there and done that. And we know that this shit that y'all doing out here. Ain't no damn shelf life to this shit. Ain't no longevity nah. to it. It gonna get you hurt. It gonna get you in trouble. And this is coming from a guy that got into plenty of trouble. I want to try to keep you all from getting in trouble. Knock it off. For real. But it doesn't make any sense, though. That's why, you know, why, that's why we're looking at it like, what are you doing? Just Yeah, I would just say I never would have done it. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. And listen, audience, we got a listener letter to get into. And me and Jules, we got some other stuff to touch on. Because there's been so much shit that has gone on, Jules, that we haven't tapped into. So, audience, this is going to be a little extended episode. So, we hope y'all don't mind. But getting into this listener letter from this week, it comes from Antoinette. And Antoinette, she said, look, fellas, I'm going to jump right into it on this one. So, I was like, okay, she got some, she got some shit for us. So, Antoinette basically says... She cheated on her husband two years ago with a man that constantly threatened to call her husband if he didn't get what he wanted. Mm. And we know what that means. Mm-hmm. So she said this went on for about three years until she ran out of money and decided to end the affair with this guy. Well, the man called the house a few days later and she said she was outside playing with the kids in the backyard. Husband answers the phone. She hears the husband arguing and having a very loud conversation. She comes in the house to see what's going on. The husband's telling her, you got me fucked up. Runs out the house with a pistol. Damn. Yeah. Moral of the story here. Husband met up with the guy. They had words. Husband pistol whipped the guy. Got arrested. Ooh. Damn. So now, Antoinette's sitting here like, all right, my marriage is over. Now my husband, or soon-to-be ex-husband, has a record because of me. And on top of it, Antoinette tells us, the other guy still won't leave her alone. He's still calling, still showing up at the job, Mm-mm. still showing up at the house. She's got order of protection out against him. She said, nothing's working. He won't leave her alone. She's like, what the hell do I do? Well, since you got order of protection, you get him locked up. Because with the order of protection, he violated then, you know, just have him locked up in that case. That's about the best thing to do. Or... I mean, this dude, I, she must got some, she must got some mean stuff there, because it's been over, it's been years, and she, she ended, and he still got her marriage all messed up, took her money, got her marriage, is 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 over, and now he's still, like, bruh, bruh, leave, man, move on. I just said, get this dude locked up, get him locked up. You know, 
And then if you know, but you and then you got to protect yourself too. If he, he, he's just probably just one of them cats who just, you know, I, I ain't saying go and do something. But if your life is in danger, you you you, you got to handle that. Because my man, my man ain't getting it. No, he sure isn't. He ain't he getting sure it. Is. So mm-hmm. just just be careful with him. But but be ready, just in case. Something pops up, he pop up at your job or you or you going home because now he know your your husband's not there. Best thing to do is just keep calling, keep calling the police, man. Try to get this guy locked up, man. He, he ain't getting it. He ain't getting it. And, I'm, and I deal with females and also males who go through domestic uh relationships and disturbances, and it's 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 scary. And people have lost their lives. And mm-hmm. uh, this ain't no joke. So Whatever you do, you know, make sure do be serious. Don't don't let up. Be serious with this. Keep calling. Keep getting paperwork. Keep get them arrested. Keep getting them arrested. Being you know, and then if you know, but also be ready just in case if that dare ever happen, you can protect yourself because he ain't getting depressed. No, he's not getting. He don't want to get it. And, th- uh-huh. and this guy, he's he's a bitch ass person to me because yeah. first of all, you over here extorting this woman, which she should be able to get you an extortion for that bullshit, taking her money, taking money away from her kids. I'm not judging what the hell she was doing. That's on her. That's only her and her husband. They, that's for them to figure out. But for me, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, okay, you knew what the situation was. You gonna sit here and hold that shit over somebody's head? I don't respect you, bro. I don't respect that. And then now the husband. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't call the husband because you were so concerned that he needed to know. You called him because you wanted to start some shit. And see, that's the problem with people like that. They're like, oh, well, such and such deserved to know. No, you don't give a fuck about the other person. You want to kick some shit off. You want to cause dysfunction and chaos in that person's life because you can't have that person. That's all the reason why he did what he did. He couldn't have her, so he wanted to fuck up her situation. And that's what he did. He's, he's winning over here. He's over here happy as right. right. So to Jules's point, I got a question for you, Jules, because I've heard many a situation with women that have said they've had order of protections against guys and then they'll come around and then they leave before law enforcement gets there. Uh-huh. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, want to know because, what is her recourse? Yeah, un- un- unfortunate. If they're not there, there's nothing we can do because he's not there at the time. But you go get a warrant out for his arrest. So anytime he do get stopped or hit the name get ran, he'll he be popped off. You know what I'm saying? So that's the best, you know, the best thing you do. You know, you call the police and the police don't get there in time. Uh, with those order protections, you have court dates and then you get a paper trail for that, for that. You get a report for that incident. Like if the you call like the person's in on scene and you call the police, but he left and before the police get there. You get it. You get a paperwork where it's documented that he came on that day violating the order of protection. Because when you go back to court, you can show the judge, and the judge, the judge can hold him in contempt, and you know have him sit for a while too. So it, 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 I tell people it's, 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 it's a little nerve wracking because it's like you want, you want to like, hey man, I want this thing done now. I want him, him or her locked up now, and this and that. and it's messed up because sometimes it takes it takes time. I know people went on here, but eventually this person gonna get caught eventually. It's going to get called. But I also tell people, don't be waiting on Johnny Law now. Don't be waiting on it because if we're not there, you're going to need to learn how to, you know what I'm saying, need to know. You got to be equipped just in case we can't get there in time. I tell people, you can you can defend yourself. 
I tell everybody that. You don't have to stand there and be no target, no victim or no target. You can defend yourself. So that's the, you know, that's well the best thing. well within their rights. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I was like, you know, people be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I can't. I can't do this because I don't want to go to jail. Mm -mm, don't tell me. No, 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 no. You doing your thing. Somebody threatening your life. You protecting yourself. You protecting yourself. That's all you doing. You ain't going up above and beyond. You just protect yourself. So you have a right. You have a God-given right, a constitutional right to defend yourself. I tell that people straight up every day, all day on my body camera and whoever videotaped me. You got a right to defend yourself. Well, Antoinette, you heard it straight there from the source. So I, I think that a combination of what he mentioned there and honestly doing the best you can to just avoid this individual at all costs, changing up your, your patterns, right? So Yeah, yep. Because you know, that would help. And obviously, I mean, I'm not trying to put this on you, but, you know, sometimes people that have known you for a little bit, they know, oh, this person may work out here. They may like to go here and they pop right. up, right? So change it up a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So... Maybe that'll that'll help things out. But I really hope that you and your husband can figure this whole thing out. And I hope he's good because, I mean, Jules, that ain't no good case to have on your record, mm -mm. man. That's aggravated, like, battery or something, yeah. ain't it? Yeah, it's aggravated battery. And, and yeah, that's an, and then that's the, something added extra. Now, the thing you can do with that, like I say, Antoinette can get a warrant out because there's going to be a court date on that trial. So when and when he go to that court, there he the, the judge, the sheriff can can pop dude off because he got to show up. Now let's. Oh, he does. You know, he got to show up because Ooh. it's going to be a court date because he pressed charges. So he yeah, got to go. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind that. Say that one more time. Say it slowly for answer that. Listen here. Listen to this part real closely. Go ahead, well, Jules. Well, see, he got to go to court because you pressed charges on your husband. So he got to show up to court. Now, if you put a warrant out for arrest. Why are you at court? You can let the sheriff know. Yeah, he has a order, he has a warrant out for his arrest, and then they can take him take him to jail right then and there. So free game. Yeah. Free game. Yeah, man. There's 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 a lot of ways to do things now. Like I like I tell people, I know it's people want expedient results, but you know, one thing about one thing about, you know, criminals, they they'll get caught eventually. Because they're gonna mess up. They'll get relaxed. So but you know, Jules, I always tell people, strategy over emotions. There Jules you just gave you the blueprint right there. I know it's easy for some people. They get wrapped up in the emotional part of it. But get strategic. You know what I'm saying? This dude's a clown. Right. So do what Jules told you to do, and you'll be fine. Now, Jules, this episode, obviously, we're doing today, we're going to be focusing on some of the... <sighs> Mortality rates for women in childbirth. And I kind of feel bad for, you know, the next segment that we're going to talk about before we get into that. Because it feels like I'm probably going to be picking on this individual that is a woman. But, I mean, on this show, audience, you guys know that we keep it a buck and we call mm -hmm. out everybody. Man, female, don't matter. Black, white, whoever the fuck. Aisha Curry, Jules. Now. Oh, damn. She goes uh -huh. on a show, uh -huh. and there's a male butler with no shirt on, and mm. she's attempting and acting. I mean, obviously playing it up like she's gonna take a wedding ring off, like she gonna she gonna risk it all. Mm. 
Like she ain't never seen a man without his shirt off. Your, your husband <laughs> probably walk around without a shirt on. I, 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 don't, I don't think he looked like that guy, but. <laughs> well, I don't know what Steph looked like with his shirt off, and I don't really care. <laughs> oh, but, but, but Jules, man, we yeah. know there's a double standard in this world. True. Let a man be on TV doing something like that. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh he'll my be crucified. God. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Now, I got to get your thoughts on this whole situation. Because when I saw that, I was like, Aisha, why must you always get yourself into these situations? Prez, right. This isn't the first time she came off some stuff and people kind of do the rock's eyebrow like. Hmm. <laughs> the people's eyebrow <laughs> yeah because she she got uh when she talked about how guy what was it guys don't find her attractive or or or, well, or she something like that she sees women throwing themselves at her husband and she's uh -huh. like in the last 10 years i haven't had a guy take yeah. a shot yeah that's like you think no Oh, you don't want the no, don't, don't even don't even put that energy out there. You don't want that. You now know, they're married. Why should you even be want that type right, of temptation? Right. Like, no, 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 no. You don't want that temptation. You don't want that temptation. Temptation is is is, is hard. It, it's 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 rough if you can't handle it. So then, right, and then we see, you know what I'm saying? We see the buff brother out there, you know. <laughs> and the first thing she do, she went and reach to take that ring off. Like she have done before because it was like instantly like it was like an instant mm -hmm. like, ooh. Mm -hmm. i thought the same thing jules i was like that was a real quick reaction it was wasn't it the first thing she, she turned around to look and was like oh and went to grab that ring so it was like hmm she it seemed like she did this before mm -hmm. and you know and i don't and know it, that i don't know some, and there's been some rumors out there that you know, Steph like watching her sleep with other men or some shit. I don't know oh, if that's just true, but it's really? been some stuff out there. Yeah. Now I'm just gonna say allegedly because I don't know these things to be true. However, okay. you can't keep having your woman out here in the streets with this weirdo shit and there not be some truth to it. Because I ain't should be out here a little bit too much for my liking. Yeah, yeah. You know, Steph need to now. Like you said, Press, we don't know what kind of relationship they have. Maybe if it's open or maybe they, they got an agreement. Maybe they have agreement. Right. Yep. Right. But still, and that, and it, it, we know you, Steph Curry's wife. And I will say, if you out in that limelight, you need to react. You need to act accordingly. If I was, if I was her husband. Well, look, look at Savannah James. I always said Savannah stay out of Classy. the limelight. Classy. Classy. Mama Classy. to them boys. She mm -hmm. ain't sitting on them TV show, running her mouth, talking nonsense. She raising a family. That's black excellence right there. Mm -hmm. And then I look at Aisha over here. All dudes hollering at her. Want to make it about her. She felt, bro, she act like she won four championships. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't hear, you don't hear, you don't hear what, what I don't, what I haven't heard. Like, Steph even doing anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Steph be on goofy shit, man. Steph don't be running his mouth. Right. Steph, Steph out here just need like to have fun. Yeah. I remember that's like when Steph, there was a big video that came out. Steph was during a game and they had this one female just 
looking at this brother like she was going to eat him. I remember that. And Steph, I mean, by the video, just played it off and didn't even respond. You know, she eyed him up every second he was on that side of the court, boy. Man. I was like, boy, she liked that light mate, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she did. Yes, she did. But you know, stepped in, he 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 ain't pat his feet to it. No, he wasn't even he wasn't even faced. He didn't he didn't even acknowledge it. Like you said, but you know, step on other stuff. He, you know. But Aisha, what's her name? <laughs> Is that I mean? sure. Yeah, I bet mean, yeah. he do he do the holler. She'll she'll fucking now. I know she ain't gonna maybe she won't do nothing, but I know she'll be uh fucking happy to have you holler at her. Right. So the question is, is she getting attention at home? I want to say she she should. She she, she should, you know. Yeah, stuff like he's he very attentive guy. Yeah. I can see it. I'm like, he seemed like he bitter, but I feel like though it's somewhat Aisha, but that's not enough. And I think that's right. the bigger problem. Right. Like, why right. is it the attention from your man not enough? And I feel like there's a lot of women out here that fall into that bucket where they can have a good dude, a good brother at home, but they still like, oh, but what about what's going on out there? It's like never satisfying. Mm. The person's never enough. That's something with them. They need to get that shit figured out. This ain't yes. a stuff problem. No. No. Uh, yeah. I should better be, you know. Yeah. I, 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 and then, right, we don't know how Steph is going to Stuff feel about or come off of, you know. I, I understand, you know, just because you're married doesn't mean you're not going to be attracted to other people. Of course, everybody of course. window shops, right? But it's just how it's just how you carry yourself. Just mm-hmm. and just remember, you got that camera on you, Aisha. Just That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And see, Aisha, she opened up floodgate. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of dudes out here now. They've been seeing this weirdo shit she doing and how she talk. I bet it's all kind of dudes probably sliding to her DM saying some oh, shit yeah. to her ass now. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what yeah. she wanted. That's what she wanted the whole time. She wanted the attention. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll tell you what, they stuff. You know, if these rumors are true, hey, whatever y'all do, get down how y'all live. But, man, maybe talk to your wife a little bit and say, hey, you know what? In public, let's, uh, let's right. keep our business in house. Yeah, let's tighten up. Let's, let's tighten up. Tighten, let's tighten up. You know? Because like, like you and I always say, Jules, hey, what people do in their bedroom ain't got nothing to do with us. Mm-mm. But it's when you open that shit up to the world, that's when people start talking. Yes, sir. Like y'all swing on every chandelier in your damn bedroom. I don't give a fuck. Right. But when your woman out here doing that weirdo shit, fucking act like she's going to take that ring off. And the lady next to her is like, tell her what you doing, girl. Right, you right, right. <laughs> Are you crazy? You know like what you're you- doing too much. You know your man, your man worth your man getting what? I, I don't know what you that man oh, making half a billion. Right. I think he making half a billion off basketball. But you know what? He, and yes, that's a good point, Jules. But it's it's the respect factor, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like that's supposed that ring's supposed to mean something. It's supposed to signify something. You basically, I'll risk it off for this man right here. Some dude, just because he, you might be buff. I don't know. I wasn't looking at him, but whatever his situation was, I used to come on now. That dude probably broke as fuck. Right. Right. He, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, they would have shit off. And uh, you got your horn and stuff. Right. And then you, right. And, and another thing, Brez, which you had, you had brought up, you get the, you know, you got the wolves looking like, oh, okay, since she doing that. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Let me entice this over here. Yeah, of course. So what do we say? It's always a wolf lurking. Always. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and I tell this to, to cats. I'll see a dude out with his lady and he inviting all these other people to come into his situation with his lady. I tell this guy to stay the other day. I said, brother, y'all got a good situation going over here from what I can tell. Don't just lay everybody in your woman's face like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these dudes, they don't give a fuck about you. And he, he peeped what I said when he walked away. He would say, yeah, I went to the bathroom. Dude tried to slip my girl's phone number. I was like, I tried to tell your ass. Mm-hmm. And ladies, when you with your man, this ain't no controller shit. This is just prayers. I'm just trying to talk to you. I'm just trying to tell y'all the things that we don't like. When you out with your man, have intentional time with your man. Don't be looking around, worried about what this person doing, uh, looking all in somebody's face. Because that's showing you ain't interested in what you got going on with your person. Mm-hmm. Be in the moment. Fellas, get off your goddamn phone. Right. Yeah. I see so much of this shit out here, Jules, in these relationships, and it bothers me. I'm like, why aren't people intentional anymore? Get off the goddamn phone. Yeah, it's definitely a big, big distraction, man. When you're in the moment, stay in the moment. When you're with your, with your significant other, be with your significant other. Everything, things don't, other stuff just shouldn't count. It shouldn't, you know, if you have, leave it, you know, leave it, turn the ring on off, turn the notification on off. Be with, be with your significant other because one thing we we learned about this life, it's fast. Mm-hmm. It's fast. I mean, one minute you're here and another minute you're not. So just be be in the moment. Be with your be with your partner. Be with your mate. Be with your family. That phone ain't going nowhere. The notification ain't going nowhere. As soon as you turn back on, it, it, you get notified. So you can respond later. Yeah, because to that point, hey, them folks will be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever silly video somebody sent you to, to watch, it'll be there. Because it'll be to there. Jules' point, bruh, these are some tough times. But I mean, mm-hmm. just tough times. Life, bro. Oh, it, man. The older I get, man, the more I just start to look at my, like, not, I'm going to say demise. But I look at the inevitable thing that's going to happen to all of us that we're not going to be here one day. Mm-hmm. And that's really why I'm trying to even tell people to be intentional because it's something that I'm pushing myself to do is be more intentional. Reconnecting with folks. You know, and, oh, man, you just you just don't know, man. Like, story buoy that we're going to talk right. about here on the show. 32-year-old right. woman. No longer here. 32 years old we're talking about. We're not talking about 92 years old. Not, not, not that I'm saying that. 92-year-old people, I expect them to die. But you get my point. 32 years old, no longer with Mm -hmm. us. Died at home in her bed. People, we take life for granted. We got to stop doing that. This life is a blessing. I know things are rough out here, but I try to stay positive about what I have going on. I try to stay positive about the world. You guys heard me about Chicago. Yeah, I know Chicago has its warts. I love this fucking city. Mm-hmm. See, because I'm not just the type of guy, Jules, and you know this about me. I'm not the guy that's going to just sit here and dwell on a negative. Because if I did that, shh, I'll be under the table somewhere fucking balled up and, and would never leave the house. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, lot, of ne- it's a lot of negativity, too. <laughs> yeah. But this story here, man, uh. with Tori, 
it yes. brought up a deeper thing that I wanted to talk about here because I don't think enough people are talking about this, man. A lot of times when people think of, oh, man, this woman, she got pregnant. They're, they're having a baby. Mm-hmm. And everybody just goes through the whole thing of, oh, congratulations, it's going to be a walk in the park. People don't realize, Jules, or they should if, if they do, or if they do realize it, they don't talk about it enough. Childbirth is one of the, the most traumatic things that a woman can do. What it does to a woman's body is violent. And we're seeing more and more of these situations where women are having adverse effects from childbirth. A lot of times leading to death, but there's situations where women survive. I know one of my buddies, Rick, he was telling me about his sister-in-law had to go through months and months of surgeries after giving birth. They didn't think she was going to make it at one point. Mm. Wow. And that's why I had her in mind too when we did this episode because I said, you know, People don't talk about this enough. We just assume, oh, you know, such and such, they had a baby. Congratulations. But you don't know what the, that woman went through hell to have that child. It's not easy. The emotional part, no one talks about that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of women, they struggle mentally after having a kid, the postpartum, and now that's a real thing. I've witnessed it firsthand. It's real. And that's why I feel like a lot of men out here, we have to educate ourselves. We have to understand these situations when we are about to have a kid. It's not just all about, oh, shit, man, I'm about to have a shorty. Hey, yeah, that's cool. But make sure you're supporting that woman, too, man, because, man, you just don't know what she's going through. It's just, it's, it's a lot. And it's one of those things, Jules, that it took me a little bit to realize, like, man, this shit ain't all the pop the circumstance, the circumstance that everybody makes it out to be. This is some this is deep. <laughs> you know, Chris, I, you know, I'm glad we're talking about this because, you know, my wife and I, we're trying to have our first kid. And, and it's one of them things because it, it, it speaks about the maternal mortality as far as in older women. You know, that's one of the things that also having complications and mm-hmm. and and then it increases, and especially with black women. Three times likely than a different grammar of women to have a maternal a maternal mater, oh my god maternal mortality, and it and it educate us because it's like okay, when that when that time does come to definitely get the the right and proper uh physician and 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 doctors the right med- medicine uh, medication uh so you have a successful childbirth i mean it's it's scary because like you said they echo what you said with with with, with childbirth it's like you thinking, okay, yeah, you know, are we pregnant and nine months down the down the road that okay, here's the baby, it's coming, you know. But it it's closer to it's a thing to death and 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 then it goes to show like, well, what are we or what are the doctors and the hospitals are doing that's not, you know, forthcoming or or if there's other things you can do so you won't have to, you know, go through this. I mean, 
I don't know. It's 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 it is scary because you know you, you think about what 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 Tori uh boy, you know, she was I think eight months. She was eight months pregnant and 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 she went through she went through a seizure. And she was alone. Yep. Which is and, to my that was my point. Like why was she alone? You're eight months pregnant. Right. They had to do a check on her and and found unresponsive. What happened? Was there early signs detected? What was it? Uh, the lack of of not uh, the lack of information from the doctors or. Now, now, one thing that I will say to Jules, and I've seen this firsthand. Okay. I think when it comes to these mortality rates, and the reason why there's these complications more so with Black women than other races, I mm. think it goes back to the early days where. It was just determined that black women had a high threshold of pain. Right. And it's just like, no, you're not going to treat this person any different than you're going to treat this patient over here. And I feel like a lot of times it's the, and I hate to put it there, but it, it's, it's just what it is. It's the, it's the bias that people have. You know, it's like unconscious, right? But it's like, it's still affects people right but you right, just assume, lies, right this person's tough they can handle it like they'll be fine let me just send you on your way no no uh-uh no and see what's happening is is that people and this happened jules well they'll go to the, the hospital and they'll say hey this is going on this is going on me and they're like oh no it's fine it's this and that and that person go home and then they pass away when you think about people with their health insurance you and i we're privileged right uh-huh we have decent paying jobs. We have good insurance. If we get into a situation like that, our significant others don't have good care. Mm -hmm. Well, when you think about some of the socioeconomic issues that are plaguing this country that people don't want to talk about, but we're going to continue to talk about those things on this show. There's a huge population out there, Jules, that aren't getting proper prenatal care, postnatal care. That goes into the equation as well. And that's a thing that I think people don't realize. So you and I, we have a privilege. There's some people out here, man, they don't have access to the same type of doctors, the same type of right. information. And that plays into these situations. Now, Tori, this is a different situation because she was rich. However, I still think it was that unconscious bias of her being a black woman. And right. she's tough and she's a former athlete. She'll be fine. Treat every patient the same. You're supposed to treat people to the symptom, not to what you have in front of you. Yeah, that that right there, I don't, I don't get. I listen, I know I know life happens and I know stuff happens. But she was 32. Uh -huh. She was physically fit. She was young. Was there a misdiagnosis? Like or like you said, Perez, or was it like, oh, she can handle it. I mean, I think this could have been avoided. I'm no law. I'm no doctor and I'm no God to hear this, to see this. And it's like, and then, and then you look at it, like it, when you do research about this and it's like in, in, in 2021, over, over a thousand women died given birth or, you know, having, having problems, uh, it's an increase from 2020. That's the scary part. Yeah, it's just only going higher. It's getting higher. So it's like, wait a minute. We get all this modern uh, uh, medicine and technology, and you can 
you can robots are doing surgeries and you know and it's like what childbirth childbirth been around since the beginning of time so well actually yeah from the beginning of time like i can say I'm, i mean i know we i know there's life we have you know I, I know stuff happens i know things happen nothing is perfect but for this right here for the the the, the brilliant minds that we have that's in these hospitals. We can't look at a demographic of people. We can't look at a demographic of people and say, oh, well, they're tough. No, pain is still pain. And if you see something in in in, in going on in the person's inside, don't think, well, it's nothing or or it'll go away. You know, you we must investigate and look at it deeply before to avoid this. You know, because just looking at this stuff, and I'll say, "What this shouldn't go up? It shouldn't be an increase. It should, no. should decrease. We should decrease. We should find out. Okay, this happened in 2020. All right, let's let's really work on this and investigate to so it won't go up, so it won't happen. I mean, especially now with the quote unquote greatest country in in in, in the world, right? You, right? you would think that you wouldn't have these issues. And another thing. To think about audience is with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yes. Now you have these barriers that are put in front of women if they need to have an abortion. Who do you think that that rule is really affecting the most? Mm. Let's just be honest. Mm. Oh man, Chris, come on now. So now <laughs> you take a, a, a situation that already has a disparity, and now you widen it even more. And that's why I just want people to realize, man, mm -hmm. when this overturning of Roe v. Wade happened, it was levels to it. And that's why I want people to realize when you listen to this show, we're going to keep it a buck with y'all. Right. Ain't going to be no fluff around here. Right. This is a major problem that I don't think enough people are talking about. Tory's story ain't the only one. There's many True. stories like Tory out here. Right. Right. And Jules just right. told y'all that each year the numbers keep climbing. Mm -hmm. I, man, Prez, uh, dude, you you said something there with the Roe v. overturning Roe v. Ray because now when you when you having a lot more, you know, a lot more women having pregnancy, you know, have, you know, being pregnant and having given birth, if there's something that's go, you know going on. You can't terminate. I, I, I mean, I, I guess you should be able to if it's a condition where it's threatening the mother's life. But you'll get more, you'll get more and more uh, child, you know, maternal maternal mortality uh, rates going to get even higher because of this. I think a lot of times too, Jules, is that a lot of people they don't just want to call it what it is. The elephant in the room with so many of the things that happen in this country, it all goes back to racism. And this isn't just me just trying to, like, pull a card. I'm not trying to play a race card uh -huh. or anything like that, but facts are facts. And when it goes goes down to it, it goes back to racism. It goes back to the conditions that this country was started off of. And we still see the smoldering effects of it, right? And that's the thing. What I said, what these doctors and these healthcare professionals are doing to these women is unconscious bias. 
I don't think they're just going into it like, oh, fuck this person. They're, they're black. I don't give a shit about their kid. I think they're going into it because they have preconceived notions about, hey, this person, they're tough. Oh, yeah, they, they're fine. They'll, they'll be good. You'll be all right. And I've seen the difference in care for non-black people. Mm-hmm. See, this is the thing. I'm not making this up, guys. My mother was a healthcare professional. I see things with my own eyes. Right. Yeah. I volunteered in hospitals. So I've seen a lot of shit. So this ain't somebody just saying something, just talking out of the side of their neck. I've also seen people get turned away from healthcare because they didn't have insurance. Who do you think those people were? Yeah, well, I, you know, and, and that's something right there. They won't even look at you until you have, until they verify your insurance. I mean, just on a smaller scale, I went to the dentist the other day and they didn't see me until there was, you know, until they called my insurance company up. Oh, it's a whole process. Listen, <laughs> don't, don't go to the ER. You go to the ER, they take you to intake. And first of all, you got to take a trip down the billing real quick when they get your information. Right. You damn near dying. They come in, the, the fucking billing person's coming in the room like, hey, I know this is an easy time for you guys, but I need you to sign this paperwork, uh, initial here, here, and here. I'm like, can this wait a second? <laughs> right. Can we, you're right, can we look at this later? I need some help here or my family or friend or whatever. Or like say you do go down to the uh, county building where you there forever. For the people who haven't been down to Cook County Hospital, you get the best doc, you get good, great doctors there, but it take you a week to go see them. (laughs) Man. Uh, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. There. I, I've done that one time, three, four hours. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, God. Oh. I mean, I'm not laughing. It was funny. I'm laughing because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, really? Oh, man. I mean, you, I mean, let, let's be honest. It's, it's prioritized when you come in there and you're unconscious, you know what you're saying? But, man, but still, if you're in pain, you want to see a doctor right, right away, you seem to wait. Or you have to wait until your insurance clear if you have insurance. And like like you, Press, my my sister in law, Holiday's wife. I mean, she's in the medical field. She even she told me like, oh yeah, there's a big disparity with with African American women and other demographics of women. You know, let's keep like you said, let's keep it a buck here. There's a difference, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like you said if it's unconscious or implicit. Where I mean, was, was still I mean I mean how hard is it to just treat somebody? Like you said, the person in front of you is just treat them, treat them like you're going to the doctor, like you need help. I mean, we're not uh-huh. going into it assuming anything about them or their right. background or their history. Just hey, if I'm in pain, I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yo, I, and that's why I just wanted to have this conversation. And and I know all these things be like, man, you just went after Aisha Curry, but now you're over here saying this. I know, but you know, Aisha Curry, that's something different. It, when I'm being serious with this right. here. Right. This is a very serious topic, and I do think that more people need to take heed of this. Uh-huh. I think women, if you are planning to have a child, there needs to be a support system there for you. You need to have a birthing plan. You need to have a support plan. You may even need to have some therapy. You know, like a, a, you might need to have your therapist involved as well just to make sure that you're coping well with everything because that, that pregnancy is going to change your emotions, your mood. It's going to change a lot of things about you, your body. You want to make sure that you're good. You want to make sure that you're handling these things well, right? You want to make sure that when that baby comes, you're in a good state, mentally and physically. But I think fellas, man, out here, 
When your lady's pregnant, this ain't this time for you to be around pounding your chest. Because that's what sometimes what happens. I, I, I got some boys that like, oh, yeah, yeah, we about to have a kid. Yeah, about to have my son. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, yeah, and I get it. You know, it's like a, it's a pride thing. But, you know, make sure that that lady's good, too. Not a lot of not a lot of people know this, but even people in my family. But we end up, uh, you know, you know, my wife, she. She get mad when I say we didn't get pregnant. She got pregnant. You know, we ended up getting pregnant and got the, you know, going and make the doctor visits and, you know, and just the the response from some of these nurses when it was like, you know, they coming in and they're like, like what? Is this our, you know, this our, you know, first child. We never been this down this road before, and this is our first exciting, and we, you know, not knowing what the, was going on and where we where we started. And, and it's like the response, like, this is only this is your first kid? And I'm like, well, yeah, well, I mean, I know I know we're a little old, but I mean, <laughs> you know, but, but that's but, rude as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I know we're a little older, but I mean, yeah, it's our first kid. What do you think? Play like 12 of these, you know, these guys. But but that that right there was like, wow. And then end up, you know, it's just we didn't get like empty from from the from the nurses and from the doctor staffs it was you know you know that that first trimester you know do you want to hear the heartbeat and, and some type of cholesterol is supposed to go some medical term and and i'm just sitting up there like what what i'm just trying to pay attention and and you know long story short we end up losing the baby but it it weighed on my wife where i had to be the emotional support and had to be there for and let her know, like, hey, this isn't it. You know, we we we're still young, and we it's going to happen. And and but just just going through that role was was stressful because I had to ensure her that you know she took it she took it to herself, like like you know you know how women are pressed, you know that she want to give me a baby and then she's mm-hmm. not a, a woman and then there's a that or I'm a gold with it. I'm like, stop it. Listen, things happen. Yeah. I know, you know, and I have to ensure and be there for and comfort her and be the man. So what you say right there for the fellas to be there for your ladies, that is definitely true because it's a traumatic experience. It's not good. It's stressful. It's, ugh. You know, we was one minute, it's a roller coaster, right? We was happy and we're like, hey, okay, we at the hospital. The nurse said, she told me like, hey, you need to get a flu shot. I'm like, I never got a flu shot. Well, you got to get one. I said, okay, you know, so just stuff <laughs> new, <laughs> you know, but then next week it was like, yeah, the next meeting there was like, the, there's no heartbeat. And then she, you know, had to go through her little surgery and it was a trying time and, and I, uh, and definitely, men, we we have to be there for our significant other because it's they're gonna need a they're gonna need to lean on us heavily because it's a experience that it's 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 a rough experience I tell you that you know so so I just want to say that story because echo what you said, Chris, it, it's you're so right about that, man. And Jules, hey, I appreciate you for sharing that because that's a very personal story. And I thank you for, you know, being vulnerable enough to even do that on the show. Because like while you were saying that, I'm sitting over here, I had chills going on my arms just listening to you talk about that. Because, man, people need to realize that, I'm getting ready to say something here. I think people need to realize that on a day-to-day basis, 
We don't know what people are going through. We don't know what people have gone through. And this is why a lot of times on the show, we always say, hey, just treat people with respect. Treat people how you want to be treated. Because, Jules, I know that couldn't have been easy. And I know you guys are probably still dealing with the after effects of that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's important for people just to have grace towards each other, man. Because, dude, this life, man, it's, it's tough. And we all have our, our battles. And it's just... Be kind to each other because you never know what's going on out here. You don't want to be the reason why somebody makes an adverse decision out here because they're carrying something in their heart that they're not having a, they haven't had the opportunity to properly cope with. Mm-hmm. And I hope for you and your wife's sake, Jules, that you guys have had that opportunity to talk to someone and to kind of work through that because that's a lot of pain and hurt. Oh, yeah. In a situation like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. We have been we're uh, sometimes this things happen. It can either break you, make you or break you. And it made us mm. where, you know, we made us, it made us a tighter, our relationship, our marriage is stronger. It's tighter. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's fun. I mean, you know, you know, you also have your, your other side, but I mean, still it, it made us closer. <laughs> it, it made us closer together. It was like, Hey, Hey, you know what? You're still young. I hell, I read on the damn thing. Al Pacino's having a damn kid, and he 80 yeah. something years old. Uh, so I'm like, you know, it's, old. it's, it's women in their 50s that are yeah. having childbirth. Yeah, but I think to the point you were making earlier, though, it's just it comes with maybe more risk, right? But right, you're never too old. And I, the the healthcare professionals that dealt with you guys and were kind of almost judging you guys a little bit, those are the things that we're talking about. Uh-huh. Or people unconsciously are doing these things. That doesn't make people feel good. No. But shame on them for doing that. No, because I was showing up like, damn, like, because we're black, we're supposed to have like, like, like kids running around. 15 kids already? <laughs> right. I was like, she's like, this is your first kid? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know we got, I know we got a little age on this, but I mean, you know, we was, you know, <laughs> we was living life, I guess. <laughs> Well, you know what, Jules? I, I salute y'all because y'all did enjoy it. I think a lot of times some people, they get married and they immediately go out and have the baby, right? And this is like, y'all don't have enough time to enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't realize this, but the kids, when they come, man, they come. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole other dynamic. <laughs> man. So prayers, man. When, when, when Junior get here, man, I'm going to lean on you now. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Listen, you know, I got him. Straight up. Straight up, man. That, and we always talk about it on this show, man. It's a village. It takes a village, but hey, he that child's gonna be good, man. It's gonna come plenty of love. I can tell you that much. Plenty of love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, audience, look, we appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. This episode is something that's like near and dear to, to both of us. And something that we just hope that people Listen to it with, with, with an open heart and just think about some of these things. You know, when you're out here, you're coming across people. You just never know. Just be mindful of things, right? And that's all we can say. Just be mindful. Jules, going to hit him with that curtain call, bro. This curtain call goes out to Keokuk Association for Rights and Equality. Keokuk is a small town in Iowa with a population of 9,800 people. This year, Keokuk is set to host its third annual Juneteenth celebration. They are transforming this significant day into a week-long festival from Monday, June 19th 
until Saturday, June 24th. The event promises a series of engaging activities and performances that would delight, inspire, and educate attendees of all ages. Kia Cook, President of the Pull It Back the Curtain Podcast family, we'd like to salute you, and we appreciate all your hard work. And I second that, and and I just major shout out to them. I mean, we're talking about a small town in Iowa that reached out to us, Jules, just because of the work that we've done in the past, whether it's, you know, some of the Black History Month content, Juneteenth, and so forth. So, hey, I appreciate them supporting our platform and sharing our platform, and I appreciate what they do. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.